Welcome back. It's another episode of Unwritten Rules and Iowa Cubs podcast. I'm your host this week, Alex Cohen, and to listen to all past, present, and future episodes, make sure you subscribe to Unwritten Rules on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, as well as Amazon Music, or just check us out at iowacubs.com. We have a fun episode planned today. First off, our guest, Cubs reliever Dakota Meckis. You may have heard he's also a professional podcaster himself. He is the star of the three-person podcast. You might have heard of it as well. It's called The Compound. Dakota, you clearly drive the ship. Zach Short, Ian Happ, clearly just the passengers. <laughs> that's right. I, I got that dynamic, right? That's correct? I would have to agree with that. Um, I mean, Ian more like controls the conversations and keeps me and Zach in line. But, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd probably carry the show. So Ian is the leadoff hitter. Zach, yeah. you know, hits anywhere in the order, two through six, but you're the cleanup hitter. You, you bring the meat of the order. Ian's getting on base. Zach's moving him over to second, and I'm driving him in. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure I got that right. That's on the record. Zach and Ian, if you're hearing this, it's correct. That's how I view it. That's how Dakota views it. Oh, they, no, they, they know that. They agree. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> all, all kidding aside, Dakota, thanks for being here. Yeah, This episode of Unwritten Rules, we meant to, to talk about everything, of course, but specifically how much our moms have meant to us in our respective careers and in our respective lives. So, Dakota, if you can, let, let's talk about your upbringing a little bit. Your mom, your dad, two sisters, and you, you're the middle child, correct? Yep. What was that like? It was great. Um, we're all, my older sister's three years older than me and my younger sister's three years younger than me. So spread them out perfectly. And yeah, growing up, I mean, we, we lived in uh, West Michigan, like different that we moved around like to a couple different houses, but always in West Michigan. And uh, I, it was great. I loved it. Were you a mama's boy or when you were younger, did you gravitate to dad or did you gravitate to mom? Because most people think, you know, if you're in a family with a boy and two girls, the dad's going to take charge of the boy. The mom's going to be with the girls. But with everything that I've seen, the boy in that situation gravitates to the mom and the, and the girls gravitate to the dad. What was it like for you? I wouldn't say I'm a mama's boy, but I definitely gravitated more towards my mom. Like, especially now that like I'm older, like, I do a lot more things similar to like how my mom does and how my dad um, does. So I, I, I wouldn't like my dad obviously coached me growing up and like, we always had baseball and sports in common, but outside of that, like I was always like really close to my mom. We were really similar and I, I wouldn't say mom's boy, but I'd probably See, say I, 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 I'd probably admit that way. my mom, if she's listening and I am 150% a mom's boy. <laughs> She she is the first person that I call, but but it, it's crazy because she's the one who got me into baseball because, you know, my my dad, you know, he was a lawyer, really busy, big time college basketball fan. But my mom was the one, you know, her and my grandpa used to take me to Phillies games. You know, I used to listen to Phillies games because of her, watch Phillies games because of her. She would take me to all my practices. She didn't teach me how to throw because she was left handed, but, you know, she would catch <laughs> maybe my she, maybe she which should. Is, which is why I'm here and, you know, and, and not where, where you are, but yeah, you, know, you, you said that you are more similar to your mom in terms of like characteristics. What, what are some of those characteristics? Is it your humor, your, your deadpan delivery, stubbornness? I mean, what, what does, what do you and your mom have in common? The, the biggest one. So it doesn't seem like, like she, she's going to hate me if she hears this, but she hates people. Like she hates to like talk to people. Like she just likes to be alone. 
Okay. Like she likes to just do her own thing and not have to try to like please other people. And I'm kind of that, like, I know it doesn't seem like it because I'm more outgoing and I talk more to people, but we both don't enjoy like sometimes having to like answer questions from people like you don't really want to talk. Not this case. I'm saying like in other of course, cases. Of course. This is <laughs> um, all voluntary. Yes. Yes. But yeah, just stuff like that. It's just little things that I've noticed, like, especially since I've gotten older that we do a lot of stuff similar, but like you said, like your mom would take you to games. Like that's the thing. That's the only, that's why I wouldn't say I'm not a mom boy because she knows nothing about sports. Like she'll literally ask me like the, the Super Bowl has who won? Like she'll ask me the next morning, who won the game? How was it? I'm like, the exactly. answer is not the Detroit lions. True. But she <laughs> wouldn't, she doesn't, I don't even think she'd know I'm a lions fan. She doesn't know like who I'm a fan of because she just isn't a sports person except for if I'm playing. So she's the type of person where you come home after a game and you could just binge watch television shows with on the couch without saying a word. We're too, she got me into Harry Potter. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and that's because of her. So we're, we love to watch Harry Potter. Like when I was home in the off season, that, that's one of our things. Now you have two sisters. Who yep. is your mom's favorite? Is it you older sister or younger sister? My, this is dead serious. This is not joking around. Like the Ian and Zach thing was kind of joking. My sisters would admit it's me. They Why? would literally, they would tell you it's me. Like they know I'm the favorite. Why? With my mom. Why? Like they, she just, cause like I said, we just get along well. Cause I like at home, like I don't need anything. Like I don't need to like talk or like do anything. Like my younger sister and her are close too, but like she like, that's like if she needs like girl time or something, but like, okay me and her just get along well. And then my older sister's married with two kids. So they don't, they're, they're close too, but see, they, I would think the older sister her. might have the leg up because of the grandkids. True. But I, we just, I mean, they, they you're, would, you're, you're you. the favorite. You're, they, you're, they you're the you. favorite. My, all right. My question is, you know, you're a pretty imposing figure out there on the mound. You're six, seven. Did you get your height from your mom's side or from your dad's side? I, I honestly think both. My dad was 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. My mom's like 5'9", like 5'8". That's good size. That's I was like, size. like tall for a girl. I, forget, I don't know what she exactly is, but I think she's pretty tall for a girl. And then like, trying to think. My dad's dad's pretty tall. Okay. Both sides, like I, neither side has like the little like short side. Like everyone's pretty tall all over are, the board. Are your sisters tall? My older sister, yeah. For girls, they're pretty tall. Like my older sister is definitely tall. So you would have a good family basketball team. Obviously, you'd be the center. Yes. Your dad would be the power forward. And then you would have, you know, the three guards and a nice, you know, three-guard system. You know, you're, you're the stretch four. Your dad's the stretch four. It all works out. Exactly. Yes. We're, <laughs> we're yes, that would work. <laughs> very, very nice. Uh, and you talked about how close and similar you are to your mom. That relationship has taken a little bit more of a different shape over the last couple of years. Um, you guys seem to be very close social media. You had her come on a podcast for Mother's Day last year. You, you told me off air. You kind of had to twist her arm about it. But how has your relationship with your mom kind of morphed over the last couple of years as you've gotten older and certain things that have happened in your family? Um, yeah, I mean, I think since my dad passed away in 2018, uh, March of 2018. So I think since then, like we were always close, like I said, but I think if anything, it made us even closer as a family. And she loves coming out to watch me play and like stuff like that. Cause I mean, she doesn't really have much to do now. So it's just a way for her to kind of 
get out of Michigan, travel a little bit, come watch me play, something else to do. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely grown over the last couple of years. Has she been to Iowa? Yeah, she's came the last, every year. Okay. So when she comes to Des Moines, where are some of the spots that you take your mom to just to, you know, show her the town? I mean, I'm trying to think of where we've even gone to eat. I think we went to like, we went to like Exile Brewing. Okay. She, she, we're also similar like that. Like we like like craft beers. Like we both love like porters and stouts. So we like, like if we go to like a brewery, like her and my younger sister always drive me out in my truck to start every season, like wherever I am and like bring me all my stuff I need for my apartment. That's good. That's good family right there. Yeah. That's so awesome. They're usually here for like four or five days and we'll just, we'll just kind of, you know, play it by ear. We'll go to different places. Have you been to the farmer's market with them yet? Uh, no, they're not here yet. Okay. Uh, my younger sister had like, she was in like Mexico or something. I don't know. She's like 24. So she's still that age doing. Yeah. Exactly. Having fun. She's 23. Actually, I got to get that right. 23. Gotcha. Um, but no, I was actually by the farmer's market today and I, that was the first time I saw it. And I was like, that's a lot of people. I haven't seen that many people together at once in a long time. Yeah. Well, as you said, you and your mom both don't like people apparently. So that might be difficult for you. See, but that, that I say that and my mom always says that to me. She's like, you hate people too. I'm like, I don't hate people, but my mom, she's going to hate me again. If she hears this. She's, she actively like avoids talking to people. Like she doesn't want to have to talk to anyone she doesn't know ever. And, I, just, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah. I just don't, like, prefer it. But she, like, actively will, like, she gets home from work. The garage is shut as she's pulling into the garage. Like, just a hermit. The neighbor saying, huh? Just a hermit. Just not going out, saying. not getting the mail. She's just, gonna you know, at home with her people, with her porters and stouts and food and just chilling. I like exactly. that. I, I think that's awesome. That's yeah. good stuff. When is, uh, when is she planning on coming to Iowa? Um, they're coming when we get back from St. Paul. I'm pretty sure Very my nice. younger sister's in nursing school and they, she's not going to, my mom wanted to drive by herself. So they'll, uh, they'll drive down in my truck and then fly back. So I think they're coming when we get back home. All right. If you're like me, mother's day is approaching. It really speeds up on you. So I, <laughs> I haven't gotten my mother a gift. I'm probably just going to get her a gift certificate to a restaurant and then write her a card. What are you getting your mom for Mother's Day? Um, and if you had a message to her today on our podcast that she would listen to, what would be that message? See, I, I can't even give like a deep message because she it would it just wouldn't happen. Like that's yeah. not like the relationship we have. Like I'm more just like joke around. Yeah. So I, happy I Mother's be, Day, Mom. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like I'm I'd here. Say, if anything, I'd wake up and I'd be like. Who cares that it's Mother's Day, Kim? And I'd like call her Kim. That's her first name. <laughs> Ooh, which she's fine with, which I get heat for sometimes, but she doesn't mind it. And like my, uh, her mom, my grandma, like yell at me. She's like, you can't call her by your first name. And my mom's like, why? I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so grandma has her back and mom's like, I don't care. That's yeah, she's I like, do. it doesn't bother me. I'm like, exactly. Like, I'm not, and I don't say it like disrespectfully. I say yeah. it like jokingly. Um, but yeah, I... I sent her flowers last year and it was like 60 bucks to send flowers. And I was like, Oof. okay, I'm just not doing that. For, not doing that again. Yeah. I was like, that's well, for flowers that are going to die in five days. Exactly. I'm I was not like, doing that. Die. Um, so me and my younger sister, whenever like, uh, like mother's day or her birthday comes, I always just kind of hop in on her idea and just kind of like split Smart. the money part of it. 
Smart. Uh, no, you're the you're the middle child. So like the, yeah. the younger child has to be more thoughtful, and the first child obviously bears the brunt of it. And you're just like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll chip in whatever you want to do. <laughs> so we got her like a uh, we have a pool in our backyard, and we got her like a new like crate to put like all like the pool toys and all. Oh. Stuff well, we in Michigan, to... you can only use that for what, like a month and a half? <laughs> it's like three, four months. It's a decent well, amount. It's of time. from like Memorial Day to Labor Day. Pretty Maybe. Much, yeah. Maybe. Exactly. Okay. Well, Tim, well, if you're listening, hopefully you're enjoying your time by the pool. Wendy, my mom, will probably listen in. I'm going to probably peruse the internet and find her a gift certificate to a local restaurant. And, and I used to send her flowers, and she kind of she she asked me one day, she's like, Why are you sending me these? I mean, I'm gonna water them twice and then they're gonna die. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you this experience. I'm just going to get her a gift card to like, I'll look at Philadelphia top 20 restaurants. And I'm going to get her a gift card to one of those. Mm-hmm. And she goes, her and my dad, they enjoy it. So mother's day is my dad's favorite holiday because he doesn't have to do anything he and he gets meal. to reap the benefits of it. So, you know, Wendy, she'll, I'll get heat for calling her Wendy, but Wendy, oh goodness. Ha- happy, happy mother's day. Mrs. Cohen. I would never call you by Thank that you. name. Thank you, Dakota. That's a lot of respect right there. So Dakota Meckis here on Unwritten Rules and Iowa Cubs podcast, a thoughtful and poignant start. Remember to listen to all past episodes and see the schedule of new episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Unwritten Rules on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Amazon Music, or just check us out online at iowacubs.com. All right, Dakota, we'll move on. So this past offseason, your career has taken a little bit of a different shape not only are you a professional baseball player you're also a professional podcaster the compound and we talked this time last year it was just getting started it, it was uh you zach short and hap nico horner nico isn't doing it as much it's just more you three who started the idea and be honest with us are you surprised that it has lasted a full year oh I'm shocked that it's still going. Um, Ian brought it up to us once me, Nico, and Zach went and lived there and asked us if we wanted to. And we're just like, sure, why not? Like, we got nothing else going on. We were all quarantining in Arizona, so, and lived together. We're like, we might as well, like, should be fun. And I kind of thought when we started, like, once the season started back up, like, that'd be like, all right, like, that was fun. Like, let's move on. But Ian wanted to keep <laughs> Did, going. Didn't and, like, move on. No, like Ian wanted to keep going. Uh, me and Zach enjoyed it. And we're just like, yeah, let's keep doing it. Uh, Nico, like more so like, we still have him on every now and then, but he didn't want to like commit to doing it once a week, which completely understand. Of course. Um, but yeah. Maybe he doesn't like people. You like people. Maybe he doesn't like people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, that's, I'd say it's worked out. Like we were, we had like our year episode like three or four weeks ago, something your, like your that. anniversary. Congrats. Our year anniversary. That's yeah. awesome. We That's did awesome. But yeah, it's uh it's still going well and it's tough right now with especially us being on three different teams like Zach's in Toledo. I'm here in perhaps in Chicago. It's tough finding times where like we me and Zach basically have to base it off of Ian's schedule, which makes sense because it does. And it's going to be tough now that we're playing, but on Sundays since we usually play like day games, we should be able to play at night as long as the Cubs don't have Sunday night baseball. So, so you guys have been doing this a year. What are some of your favorite episodes? Um, I have a couple that come to my mind, but I want some that come to your mind and see if ours match up. Give me your three favorite compound episodes. Um, My favorite interview 
was probably Jake Johnson from New Girl. Yeah. Nick Miller from New that Girl. That was really good. He was the biggest, like, when his voice, like, when we started recording and, like, heard his voice, I was like, it's him. Like, that's Nick Miller. Like, that's crazy. Like, that was insane to me. Um, I think, like, I don't know if it was one of my favorites because it was kind of not weird, but, like, not what I expected was uh, Ari Gold. Jeremy was, Piven. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Piven. That that was uh, that was one of my two favorites that I had and because it, I was, was a I was a diehard Entourage fan. I mean, I have watched the seasons of Entourage and the movie fifteen times. I watched it during quarantine. I had COVID. I watched it during COVID. It made me happy. So yeah. hearing that episode, I I smiled ear to ear. He was like he was just more like calm and like thoughtful than I like I expected Ari Gold like just kind of crazy. And he gave like a couple like examples of Ari Gold but I was like yeah and it just shows you how good of an actor he is that he can do that in the show and then off the show is pretty like calm normal guy from Chicago too so yeah that that's pretty dope um I honestly think like a low-key one that was I couldn't stop laughing while we were interviewing him was Steven Souza I thought he was so funny like because I I had met him in 2020 because he came to like I was in camp with him and then he was in South Bend at the alt site mm-hmm. for a little bit with us and He's just a funny guy. Like I loved talking to him for, I think we talked like 20, 30 minutes. He was, that was a great one. Just a good dude. Mm -hmm. Just a good dude. Um, Jeremy Piven was, was mine just because of the the sentimental value. And Jeff Garland was, was, was that too, just because my two favorite shows growing up curb, and entourage and, and watching Jeff Garland and, and watching Jeremy Piven talk to you guys and knowing you a little bit and Ian and Zach, that was pretty cool. So, yeah. and I, I thought Jeff, like there was a couple of times I'm like, this is, I I'm smiling. I'm grinning my teeth. We early on, we had like a lot of guys like that, like non-athletes because I think like everyone everywhere was like doing nothing. So like we could get anyone basically. Cause like if they were from Chicago at all, it's like, I mean, they're not doing anything. Why not? Like, you really started your podcast during a perfect time. It's just like yeah. nobody has anything to do. So why don't you just come on and talk for a half hour with us? Mm-hmm. That's it's, awesome. It's great. Uh, the other episodes that I like is when, when Shorbs would drop in yeah. and he, he was funny, man. He, he's got a future in something. If, if baseball, you know, 10 years down the road, 15 down, 15 years down the road, he has some certain comedic timing in his, yeah. in his voice that, is very funny. Schwarber's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So you guys have some merch for the compound. You have like shirts. And uh, first of all, I'm a large right now. Um, (laughs) You want to send an extra large come July, come the ballpark food. I will accept that. Um, But like this is really taking on a life of its own. I mean, you guys have merchandise. You have equipment. You have a following. You have a social media intern. I mean – is it crazy to you at all it is but then i think of the fact that like i'm like obviously we're friends with him like me and zach so like i don't think we realize like ian Happ's a pretty big name like yeah like a professional athlete that had an unreal year last year like that's just a pretty big name and then i think about it i'm like i mean i understand why it gets a good following like when you have guests on like lester and uh cam maven jay hay like stuff like that like but it is crazy, like the merch and all that. But again, like me and Zach always call ourselves just the talent because we don't really do anything <laughs> except show up to record. He, because... Ian's the face. Yes. And you guys are the talent. Yes. He's the and, meat or, or he's the potatoes and you're the meat. 
but Ian also does everything. And me and Zach yeah. like feel bad because like he sets everything up, but at the same time, we're like, we can't do what you do. Like we don't yeah. know the people, you know, so like we want to help more, but it's like, we can't do like, we're not even half. Like, like you're not in the you're, right now. You're not yeah. in the Cubs locker room every day, hopefully soon, but right mm-hmm. now, and he's definitely networked the compound to the point where he's getting guests and it's, oh, and yeah. it's really worked out. I mean, when you put three athletes on a podcast um, who never had, you know, public speaking experience like this, I mean, it could go a variety of different ways. You guys have really good chemistry. Like it is something that it's not just three friends BSing. I mean, it is, but it isn't like you guys have structure, like you guys have chemistry. It works out. I think you guys do a good job. Is that the feedback that you've gotten from the majority of people? Well, that's where, like you say, how it has structure, like that's where we need Ian, because if it was me and Zach, it would oh, be oh boy. a mess. Like our last episode was actually just me and Zach. Cause Ian was, uh, recovering from and it, him yeah. and Nico just destroying each other yeah um, you mean the football collision yeah exactly yeah, okay but we were we were good about like staying controlled on that one but like if Ian doesn't rail or uh reel us back in we can go off on tangents real easy so that's where like it kind of fits in perfectly because me and Zach are both just idiots sometimes and, <laughs> and self-admitted so you know that that's yeah, fine exactly so Ian's in Chicago you're here Zach's in Toledo uh, obviously you guys were all together in 2019. It, do you think this is also a way where you can kind of maintain that relationship? I mean, you guys came up in the Cubs system together. Zach obviously made his big league debut a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ian obviously had a borderline all-star season. If they had an all-star game uh, last year, now that you guys are in three different places, do you think that this podcast is also giving you guys an opportunity to you know, maintain that relationship that you built while in the Cubs organization working up together? Yeah, I mean, Zach and me have been, like, really close friends since we got drafted together in 16. Like, we've roomed together at every level we've played. We were actually talking about it this year. Like, this is the first year, like, we won't be, like, roommates and, like, go to roommates and stuff like that. But, yeah, I feel like Ian, we got to know Ian, obviously, when he was here. And I didn't know him at all before that because he was already in the big leagues, I think, in 17. Yeah. Or he was, he was, like – obviously way ahead of us once we got drafted. Um, But yeah, it's definitely a good way, especially with how hectic like baseball seasons get. It's a good way for us to like stay in touch and keep up with each other and just kind of check in every now and then. You, you and Zach had a little bit of like a Robin big relationship. Yeah. So, so to speak, but no, I mean, it's, it's great content. The compound for all those listening, I would say when we play Toledo, we could do, you know, some cross mingling of, 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 you know, podcasts, but hopefully Zach's in the big leagues. And so are you. So we don't have to come to that point, but that's uh, what I said. That's what I said to Zach. Cause I looked at his schedule and I, yeah. I don't think we played Toledo until like July. I'm like, well, hopefully we're not both still here, but hopefully at that are, point, Hopefully at that point, you guys are doing a compound podcast uh, when you guys are all in the big leagues and you and exactly. Ian are in the same, you know, on the same road trip and, and shorts with, with Detroit. So, okay. Here on unwritten rules, we're entering our final segment. Again, make sure you subscribe to unwritten rules on Spotify, Apple, and Google podcasts, as well as Amazon music, or just check us out at iowacubs.com here with Dakota Meccas. It's a special mother's day episode. We already talked about Dakota's relationship with his mom, my relationship with my mom. We talked about the compound and we're doing this, you know, on Spotify, on Apple and Google Podcasts. We can't see you, but I can. And I saw you in 2018 and I saw you in 2019 and I've seen you now. 
you have lost a considerable amount of weight. You look good, man. I mean, it, it, I won't say it looks like a different person, but you've lost weight. And it looks like you you made a concerted effort to do that. Uh, what was the process of going through that? Was it something the Cubs made you do? Was it something that you wanted to do? And how have you been able to achieve it? Honestly, like it was like the end of, I think the end of 19, I weighed like 285. And now I weigh 260. And it wasn't even really like, anything like the Cubs making me or me like really putting in that conscious of an effort. Mm -hmm. I guess I just tried to stop eating so much like bad food. So much. Not, not that, yeah. Like not even that I would eat bad food all the time. I just kind of like cut down how much I eat and I like put it more into meals instead of like snacking throughout the day or eating yeah. something like Taco Bell at 11 o'clock at night, right before I go to sleep, like just stuff like that. And also like the working out I mixed in, especially after 19, like a lot more cardio and kind of just like trimmed off a lot of fat. And then this off season, it was more putting muscle on versus losing weight, just making sure it's good weight. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything like I sat down, I was like, all right, I got to do this. It's just, yeah. I thought like, especially because 19 wasn't the best year I've had. And I had had success up to that point. I was like, all right, something's got to change. Like I can't just run back into 2020 and do the same, do the thing. same thing and yeah. see what happens. So I figured lose some weight, try to get in a little better shape, and uh, it's worked out so far. What was the most drastic change? You said, you know, not just not snacking as much, but is there anything that you gave up? Or is it was it like dairy or alcohol or candy or burgers or late-night food? Or what, was there one thing that you gave up that you're just like, all right, cutting this out, done? See, that's the thing. Like, I'm still someone like I'll still – I went to oh, – I forget the name of the restaurant. It's here in Des Moines. It has like this big like ice cream pie dessert, and it's like the size of my head. I've lived here for three years. I've never had that, and you need to figure out what I the mean, name of the place is I called. Can't and remember I remember the name go. of it. Yeah, but I remember in nineteen or yeah, it was nineteen. Duncan Robinson and Zach were there like eating it one night, and they go, "Mackis, you couldn't even put this down by yourself." So we went like two nights. You're like later. contraire, yeah. Frere. You and I went like two nights later. Hold the piece. Yeah, and I did it, and I was like, I mean, that's easy. But I mean, like, yeah, I still eat. Like, I would definitely say I've cut down on sweets a lot. Like, okay. I don't drink pop at all, but I've never really drank pop that much anyway. Oh, you're a pop guy, not a soda guy. You're a pop uh, guy. It's always always. Oh, pop oh we could have another podcast episode. That. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm more just like cut down the sweets, but like I'll still. Like, say, tonight, if I have dinner, like, I might get dessert tonight. Like, I don't know. Like, it's You just probably should eat dinner. We have an off day. We're, we're doing this on a postponed game on a Saturday. It's very rare that a Saturday night during minor league baseball season you have free. So take advantage of it. And that's going to lead me to my next question. What is your ultimate meal? You have a free off night, unlimited budget. You're going out with your buddies or you're going out by yourself. Like, what is your ideal meal that you're just, you know what? I can only have this one more time for the rest of my life. I'm getting this. What is it? It's simple. I, I literally, my favorite pizza I've ever had is Grimaldi's Pizza in Arizona, surprisingly. Grimaldi's I, I mean, it's originally from awesome. New York. I've had Grimaldi's yeah. Pizza and it's from New York. It's New York style pizza. And that is a really, really good choice. So it's Grimaldi's yeah. Pizza. Is What kind of pizza? Just pepperoni. I don't, nothing too crazy. Literally just pepperoni. I got it like four times in spring this year. Like it's, I could eat it. I could eat it for every meal the rest of my life and be completely happy. 
so your ultimate cheat meal is a Grimaldi's pepperoni pizza. Are you doing like garlic knots or like, are you having a beer with it? Like you're just, just standard pizza. I would probably, I'd probably get like a 16 inch. If this is just like my ultimate meal, like yeah, I can let's, I'll, let's loosen up the belt. Let's go. Let's go big. <laughs> I'd probably get a 16 inch pepperoni and then I'd get probably some sort of porter of a beer afterwards not not while i'm eating i'm salivating right now (laughs) it'd be it'd be just water while i eat the pizza because you gotta leave room gotta hydrate man yeah and i would probably get and then on the way home i'd stop at bj's the restaurant yeah the brewery or whatever it's like bj's brew house or something they have that on the west coast uh bj's is more of like a costco brand here but then they have a brew house on the west coast in california and arizona i've been there it's pretty good and I would get a pizookie there. It's uh, like a big cookie with uh, like three scoops of ice cream on top of it. And it's warmed up and it's. You're that, speaking my, my language right now. Um, yeah. So three scoops of ice cream. Is it all the same flavor? We go in chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, like. So the, the ice cream's vanilla, but the cookie that's underneath it, that's heated up. I usually get like the double chocolate chip. Stop. And it's so good. Oh my I'm, God. I literally want one so bad right now. Just thinking about it. Okay, so you're going pepperoni pizza and a pizuki. So both with like pizza type of like yeah. shapes. No, that's pretty good um, with the porter. So mine would either be, I'm from Philadelphia. So I think it's almost sacrilegious if I don't say cheesesteak, right? Yeah. You know, Dallas Andros, Jim's, John Rose Pork's cheese, John's Rose Pork cheesesteak. Uh, but there's this place in Philadelphia called Reading Terminal Market, and they have uh, a sandwich called a roast pork sandwich from this place called Denix. Um, it's basically like Italian beef in Chicago, but better. I'm sorry, Cubs fans. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's the case. Um, and I think and I've talked about this with my dad because my dad is like roast pork, best sandwich in Philadelphia. All my friends, my mom, my mom's side, just like, oh, cheesesteak, cheesesteak, cheesesteak. Well, I'm on, I'm on my dad's side there. So give me a roast pork sandwich and then shoot me off into the sunset. So the Nick's roast pork sandwich, probably with chickies and peats, crab fries. And then um, if I'm still hungry, I stop by an Italian place, give me some chicken parm, spaghetti, and just load me up. Carbs. That Heart sounds attack. like that is a lot of carbs. I'm, I'm out. There's my four thousand calories right there. <laughs> um, my daily intake in an hour. Your, yours so. was a lot more in like specific than mine. Yeah, I mean, I I've like, thought I about like, this a lot. I mean, you're a I professional like athlete. You have to think about getting like your body in shape to like do things. Like all I do is speak. But that's not even like the pizza. Like that's not even me thinking about my future baseball. Like that's literally just my favorite food. Like it's, I know it's like simple, but it's, I'll take no, I mean, anything in the world. There's not, I won't say there's nothing better than a good slice of pizza, but like there's ways to like, there's good pizza and then there's good pizza. Oh yeah. There's like, there's a huge difference between like that. You know, if we're going on like the day Portnoy scale, that, that five to seven. And then once you get into the eights, like that is like legit, like salivating, you think about type of pizza. Like there's not that many foods that you can just like think about pizza is one of them. So I, I can sympathize with that. I'm also, uh, again, sorry to the Cubs fans. I hate Chicago deep dish. I think it's horrible. I literally like, wow. won't eat it. like, I think it's bad. Like Owen I'm a New Wilson, York style, wow. Detroit style, like not Chicago Well, hold on. Dish. All right. So here's it. my thing with Chicago deep dish pizza. I like it, but you have to go into it with the right expectation. You got to eat it with you a fork. You could call it not pizza. It could be considered a calzone. You have it with a fork and a knife. It tastes pretty good, but if you're comparing it to New York-style pizza, which you fold up, you're, if that's your comparison point, you're going to be disappointed. Yes. 
I, I agree with that. Because, like, that's, like, eating – if I have to eat pizza with a fork and knife, there's something wrong with the pizza. It's a pizza. It's a pizza. It's still good, but I wouldn't call it, like, my normal pizza. Like, I like deep dish pizza, but you have one slice and you're done. That's not pizza. Mm-hmm. Pizza is you polish off the box. You fold it in half. You get the grease off or you put it in your mouth. That is pizza. That is pizza to me. We're on we're on the same path there, and I can respect that because you're from Michigan. You're from the Midwest. I'm from the East Coast. I'm an East Coast truther. So, you know, East Coast pizza is my type of thing. But, you know. I'm the same way. There is a – apparently there's a thing called Detroit-style pizza. Yep. What is Detroit-style pizza? Have you ever had Jets pizza? I have that's had Jets chain. pizza. Yes. That's, that's Detroit-style. It's I'm like not the, a huge like, fan of Jets. I'm hoping oh. that like good Detroit style pizza is it's, better than that. It's like thick. I can't even think how to describe. It. So it's like it's like in between Chicago deep dish and New York kind of. Okay. Like it's like thicker and I, I love it. You like? I, it. I don't think it's near as good as New York style, but it's it's solid. Like it's good. Okay. That's fair. All right, just a couple final. I, I won't defend it. I won't defend here. it versus New York style. No, that's that's fine. I, I, I respect the tangent that we just went off because I could yeah. talk about pizza and entourage for hours. So I got a couple more questions for you. You're here in Iowa. Obviously, you're here in 2018, 2019. You're, you're looking to make that jump to the big leagues. Um, there is a mental side to the game of baseball that that people don't talk about. And, or sorry, that people do talk about, but it's different. Like they expect, you know what, if you throw 100 miles per hour, if you're 6'7", you're going to make it to the big leagues. Well, it's more difficult than that when you're talking about getting into the pitch lab and when you're talking about into sabermetrics. There's there's a brain trust behind that. What are you focusing on, not specifically on the diamond, but, but outside, whether it's your diet or whether getting into the lab or spin rate, what are you focused on that that will hopefully get you up to the big leagues? You're saying like away from the field? Sure. Yeah. From the mental side. I, I'm really not someone that like, once I leave the field, I'm going to be like, I don't really think much about baseball. Like I like to watch basketball. I like to watch other sports. Like I kind of take my mind away from the field. Like, cause I'm here, we're here from two to 11. Mm -hmm. We're here for nine hours. And once I get away, I'm like, all right, like that's enough baseball for me. Like I, I haven't you even just really you disconnect. Like yeah. you, you don't take it home with you. You don't, you know, get pissed off of yourself over a bad outing for a yeah. couple of days. No, I mean I'm sure you do as a competitor, yeah. but you do your best just to like not let it eat away at you, not salivate over the film, not just go back to your hotel room and you know psychoanalyze every pitch and every sequence you made. Yeah, I try to just kind of forget about it and think about other things. I mean, there's so much else obviously going on in the world and like. I love watching basketball. I love watching other sports. So for me, you're a big golf, you're a big golf guy too. I'm big golf. I, I love watching soccer. Surprisingly. Like I love anything. I, I haven't watched a bunch of baseball this year. It's been a lot of basketball. Okay. Um, I remember in 2019, you were an Oklahoma city thunder fan, yep. correct? Are you still we're, we're an on Oklahoma the city thunder team? Yep. We're on the rebuild that. Okay. We're, uh, we're tanking really well right now. We're, we're down into the bottom four records wise. So hey, for the lottery, hoping yeah. to get one. Well, you know, the team with the last, re- with the worst record will never win the lottery. It's just, not that's it. why we're that in doesn't the right happen. Spot. Yeah. If we're you get like in like the top, the, the worst five, yep. you're, you're in a good spot. So you you're a Thunder fan. Uh, soccer, who's your team? Liverpool. Liverpool. In the Premier League. Okay. And then football, long suffering Detroit Lions fan. That's right, but we're back. We got Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, baby. Jared Goff, we're gonna be all right. 
DeAndre right. Swift looked good last year. Hey, now you got a yeah, what uh, Sewell, the the tackle from Oregon, yeah. who's gonna you know probably be a Hall of Famer, and then hopefully make sure that the blind side of Jared Goff will you know, be intact. Aaron so. Rodgers hates being in Green Bay. The yeah. Bears think that they can just draft a third quarterback. Yeah, it's the Lions' year. Sixteen and zero, baby. My Let's best friend win the division. Who knows? Let's go. DeAndre Swift, rushing champ. Jared Goff, 5,000 yards. That's right. TJ Hawkinson, better than Travis Kelsey. Let's do it. Hey, TJ Hawkinson's from Iowa. People would really respect that. So That's true. I love Hawkinson. All right. I got, I got one more for you. Um, you're putting in the work. Yeah, we've obviously seen you on the field. Um, the breaking ball is looking good. Changeup's looking good. Uh, it's the best. Been one outing, but it's the best that I've seen out of you in a long time. I think you look really sharp. You get that call to the big leagues. Um, Marty Peavy tells you you get a call from your agent. Who is the first person that you're calling? Is it Ian Happ? Is it Zach Short? Is it your mother? Is it your sisters? Rank them. It would have to be my mom, honestly. Probably just out of principle. And then it'd probably be Zach second. Ooh. It would, I wouldn't I, – I honestly – and I've thought about this. I was like, I might just not even tell Ian and then just like show up one day. And then, man, what's up? What's up, like, dude? I don't know. But I think uh, it'd definitely be my mom first. I probably wouldn't even call my sisters. My mom, I would well, just your tell, mom would my tell mom. her. Yeah. I'd tell her to just tell the whole family because I'm like, I don't need to call the grandparents and all that. Like, that's just a lot. Of I mean, your mom has a working cell phone. She could do that for exactly. you. And so, she doesn't yeah. have much going on. You know, she's got plenty of time. Yeah, you have to like scramble, like getting up there, like getting yeah. over the nerves, like getting on the flight. So you would call your mom. Your mom would do the rest with your family, and you would call Zach over Ian, and then surprise Ian at the ballpark. Just like, hey, what's up, man? Be recording. I mean, we'll, we'll see if that we'll see if that's how it plays out. But that's that that's uh, the my plan. That's pretty cool. I I think that's a good plan. Um, you know, if I ever call game of the big leagues, I would definitely call my mom and dad first. Um, hopefully my girlfriend Tessa would be with me. So I would be able to share that experience with her. Um, and then I would probably call my grandma. My grandma is my only living grandparent. Um, my dad's parents both passed away in 2016. My mom's dad was like my best friend. He was also a big part of getting me into it. He passed away in 2016 as well. So I would have to call my grandmother. I would have to, um, she lives in Boynton Beach, Florida. Uh, sometimes she doesn't know how to work a phone properly. Um, so hopefully she would pick up. But, yeah, that would be Tessa, mom, dad, one and one A. Um, and then grandmom would be would be two. And then, yeah. you know, they would just go on their you know, social medias because they all just use Facebook nowadays and people would find out and all that, all that good stuff. So. Um, Dakota, really appreciate you joining us, uh, you know, Yo, thank you for first talking with us and talking about the podcast and talking about everything. And as I said to you uh, before we went on, we are glad to have you back, but we hope you're not back for long. It's one of those things. I enjoy chatting with you, but there are better things on the horizon. Um, we hope you make the big leagues and we hope we can catch up with you at some point when, when you're uh, podcasting in the Wrigley Field locker room. So we, uh, we appreciate it, man. For sure. Thank you for having me. All right, thanks so much. Dakota Meckes here on Unwritten Rules, an Iowa Cubs podcast. We will see you next week.